Hello everyone and welcome to Platt's Parcel, home of Platt's Poetry, Platt's Prose and of course Platt's Portrait. Remember guys, alliteration is key and we love the letter P. In this, in this podcast we explore the behind the scenes of Platt's Poetry, Prose and as well as uh, take a deeper dive into what it means to be perfectly lovable, amazingly talented and tough. In season 4 of Platt's Portrait, we'll be shifting our focus from poetry and prose to the personal. Don't worry, there will still be poems every episode. In some episodes, it'll just be me reading from books. I am working on it, but if if I'm going to be delivering more, uh, the goal of the year is to deliver more episodes, then... I have no other choice but to expand the topics of discussion and I hope you guys don't mind that much. It's only me, myself and I, and thoughts of my mind expect uh, expect randomness, expect some except moments where I go off script, expect life lessons, but most importantly expect fun because at the end of the day, that's... Because at the end of the day, <laughs> that's funny, you can understand later in the episode. At the end of the day, that's what uh, life is about. Finding joy. It's not it's not just the exceptional, but also the mundane. I also hope uh, you enjoy today's episode and whatever episode it is. Uh, and remember to follow us on all our social medias and spaces. There are links in the description if you are on YouTube and Anchor as well. Should link you all back to the Instagram page where you can find all the links you can hope for thank you for spending time with me today and i hope that you have lots of fun in today's episode tomorrow is such an interesting word to me like the word wednesday I struggle to spell it correctly sometimes. In case, in the case of tomorrow, I often spell it with two M's or and one R, or I spell it with two M's and two R's. I thought this was the correct way to spell because Google never really corrected me. Uh, well, not my Google. I mean, well, the keyboard, the keyboard thing, it never corrected me when I when I would type it in in the days, you know. But uh, my friends insisted that I check the dictionary, uh, the Google dictionary now, instead of just relying on the keyboard that has long since accepted my terrible spelling. And my friends were right for the correct spelling, and to my surprise, it was T O M O R R O W. Yeah, yeah, that is what. Uh, yeah, that's what it is. I just checked again. Uh, according to my last run to Google, anyways. I still don't trust that spelling. <clears throat> just before sitting uh, down to write the script, I was like, okay, let me check out the spelling of tomorrow today and over tomorrow, just in case, you know, for the episode. Uh, there is only one M, and there are three O's who are separated from each other like estranged siblings. And a T towers over the entire world, but a W closes it off from the world. And don't worry, don't forget about the two R's that uh, with their rares to each other. I suppose we can be thankful that even though arguing, they are still together, you know. Um, in the trailer for this season, for this new season, I mentioned that I was on Twitter and found a list entitled The Names of Things You Probably Didn't Know. I like to think that I know a few things, 
you know, I don't know everything, but I know enough things. I don't know enough things, but I can learn more things. But I know it. I know things because I love to go around collecting random information. Because random information helps you when you're writing stories and books, you know. And I was like, the list was basically telling me that calling me an idiot, uh, calling me stupid. So I had to give it a read to prove to myself that I wasn't stupid, you know. Because we're always trying to prove to ourselves that we're not stupid by doing stupid things, like reading a list from the internet that is calling us stupid, even though we've never met this list in our entire life. And um, uh, people uh, beat and teach the list beat and teach, as in the list uh, told me that I was stupid, and then it taught me the words on it because uh, of the twenty words I knew only two. I can't even pronounce most of them, but the word which the word that stood out to me was number nine, number nine, and that that's that um, that 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 the day and the and number nine said that the day after tomorrow. Is called Overmorrow. Now, of course, I knew this already, but I haven't seen Overmorrow in so long. Actually, I haven't seen it in so long. I, I forgot about it. You know, the reason it stood out to me because I forgot about it because I, I had become, I began, I had begun, begun, I had begun or had begun. You know, past participle or the past tense. Which one is it supposed to be in that case? I had begun to accept that there, there was actually no word for the day after tomorrow. It it had it had become such an ama- annoying thing to express in my writing. I would often avoid it entirely, if possible. I'd come up with the most ex- elaborate and extravagant way ways to say, you know, the day two suns away, or the day following tomorrow's moon. And to see the word overmorrow, I was like, yes, finally. But just like tomorrow, this word is also hard to spell. I blame the moral part again, you know, it brings bickering R's and lonely O's, tied, tired W's and a, tired W's and a, well, a tired W and an egotistical M, you know, that's how moral it looks like to me, you know, bickering R's that tear their wares to each other, you know. And then you have the lonely O's so far away from each other, and then you have the W's, and then the egotistical M's, and all those blah 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 blah. I am like I like to make words into poems when I do not understand the words at all. What I what I find most interesting is that the word morrow, the word morrow uh, means the day, the next day. Morrow, therefore, in old English version of the word, is therefore the old English and more archaic version of tomorrow. But we don't use the word morrow in common banter anymore. Mostly poets and authors borrow the word to lay alongside their artistry. I actually decided to do some extra reading on how morrow became tomorrow and found out some interesting concepts like how morrow once meant morning as well. I will link the site I was reading from in the description of the YouTube video. And, but, uh, and of course, guys, you can go over to the Instagram on Anchor and follow us there and go to the YouTube video through there, through the many links in the descriptions. You know, there are links everywhere. But, but guys, English is fascinating language. Actually, language in general is rather fascinating. Unlike science, which I love love, love a bit more. <laughs> Unlike science, uh, where a chemical compound of water, the chemical composition of water, has remained the same since 1811, where H2O was this, where H2O was like that. Yeah, that's water. And often while I'm studying my chemistry, I, 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 I make jokes. And one of my jokes was while I was trying to tell myself the difference between uh, a chemical 
for, for between uh, between chemical performance, chemical conversion, and chemicals. All these chemicals. I was like, always remember that water is water. Water never changes. Water is always water. It's just like you know now the composition, air composition can change, but the form, the, like the composition of a mixture. Like you can put all things in a mixture, but the mixture is dissolved in water, and water is water. Water is always H two O. Water is never going to change. But when it comes to language. Languages, you know, what one said in the past can have an entirely new phrase in the now, and we should all rejoice for this affinity to change that language has. Or would we be speaking in old English? Uh, we'd be talking like Shakespeare uh, to this day. However, actually, Shakespeare would be talking like someone entirely different as well, because language is not a change. You know, Shakespeare changed language. You know. So languages are evolving and we should be happy that it evolves to accept new words and terminology to make things easier because imagine that, well, morrow sounds cool still, you know, imagine that, okay, you say, uh, on the morrow, you know, on the morrow, which is like tomorrow, or you can say, um, good, good morrow, you know, good morning, but language is always changing and that's good. We wouldn't even notice if language didn't change because we just accept it like how we have accepted water to be water for the last Three, I, I don't know, more than, I don't know, 18, 1811, I don't know, and that's when, that's when Google says that, let me tell you, Google says that in 1811, the Italian physician Ambio Avogado finally found the H2O formula for water, although water has a simple molecular structure, it nevertheless has unique physical properties, it is the only element that exists on our planet in solid, liquid, and gaseous, arrogant, ag- aggregate state, uh, water, the boss, water is water, uh, I really should move on to the rest of the episode <laughs> so back to the matter at hand it is interesting to me that when you realize tomorrow means morning or the din- the next day over tomorrow being the day after tomorrow makes even more sense literally it would mean over the next day or over the morning and i interpret that as jumping a day and today's episode is entitled visions of over tomorrow now what i didn't mention before is that tomorrow can often be used figuratively as a indication of the near future you know and this title visions of overmorrow is just uh, this is a metaphor that uses overmorrow as a point in the far far future like just whereby typically tomorrow can be used as a point in the near future i want to talk about our visions for the far far future not not just the soon come you know the soon come future uh remember remember no oh remember remember all we discussed briefly uh in the trailer episode how tomorrow is feasible tomorrow is just 24 hours away and about all about the time and the joys but the day after tomorrow is farther it's 48 hours away and if we extrapolate the concept of time further and the end of the year is 365 days away from january 1st 52 weeks 12 months you know we you know yeah we use the concept of time to make things more digestible you know because because if we were really if we were really supposed to tell the big simple counting numbers like if we were supposed to count it if we were, like imagine if i told you that starting january 1st you have 525,600 minutes to work on a dream you'd say that's a lot of time you know but but the joke but the joke is that 525,600 minutes becomes 8,760 hours. What are you going to say that? That's still a lot of time, you know? And guess what? That, what, guess what? 
you'd say that's a lot of time and then you'd say those 8,760 hours is just 365 days and now you're like okay 365 days that's still a lot of time that's still a lot of time we still got time right and then we say 52 weeks that's 365 days it's 52 weeks and, and, and guess what you say 52 weeks 52 that's 52 seven days that's that's like that's like that's you know what that is a lot of time you know yeah and and, and you know and and then and then we reach the point where 52 weeks becomes 12 months and we're like well we still get enough time so it's 12 months and then and then and then we, become, we reach one year and we say well it's a year it's a lot of time but it's also not a lot of time so how did we go from say so from 525,600 minutes to one year and logically speaking from the logicals or it's, it's it's the same thing one year is equal to 525,600 minutes you know um that's the same logical statement it's the same thing you know it's an equivalent statement of equivalence you know uh if we're doing dimension analysis in chemistry you you just write that over one over the other and then you figure it out from there right it's a equivalent statement but yet still when you tell someone that they have 12 months to get something done they'll say i have a lot of time but most people when they hear they have one year to get something done they're like that's not enough time you know and my metaphor works for me i don't know about you it works for me because to me waiting two days <laughs> have you ever sat down and waited two days it's all time like um i don't know about anyone else but i have this thing where i watch time you know i'm very obsessed with time time is very obsessive I, i obsess over time time is time is my thing that's what i do i watch time and you know whenever i sit down you know whenever i don't sleep if i stay for 24 hours i don't need the 24 hours that's a lot of time that's a, that's a lot of time to do stuff you know, because you're going to run out of things to do you know because at some point your brain is going to get tired you be like, okay, I don't, I, I'm tired, I can't really do anything. At some point, everybody's gonna get tired. If you stay up for 24 hours, you're gonna realize you have a lot of time in a day. So, now, now imagine two days of just doing, two days, that's a lot of time to me. Two days is a lot of time to me, you know. Many people probably think, oh, two days is nothing. Two days is short, that's not enough time. But to me, to me, to me, two days is a lot of time. And to me, a year is also a lot of time. You know, people would say that a year is not much time. I, no, no, me, a year is enough time. That is too much time. That a year is, is, is so much, is, a year is a lot of time, you know. So, and, and, and again, you know, you know, people often say at the end of a year, where, where did all the time go? And forgetting that just how much time is in a year, you know. A year is very far into the future, you know, but two, two days is uh, near future, you know. Two, two days and a year can be used as a poetic metaphor for me because I, as a poet, I can make any census thing, you know, and, and it's anything I want a metaphor because it's me, I'm the poet, no rules follow me, you know, poetry doesn't have rules, you know, a census darn near idakate idea of time. You know, poet, the poet doesn't have to subscribe to logic when they're writing their book. Writing is poetry, you know. Belief is all that is needed. And I believe that two days and a year is equivalent to a lot of time. And now that we've established that, the real question and the meat of this episode is what does one do with their two days and their 525,600 minutes 
or their measly year? How do you use this time to your benefit uh, or or benefit or my benefit, you know? And that's where visions and dreams come in. You see, today's episode is all about the vision boards. Oh, I probably probably didn't even see that coming. You guys probably didn't see that. Did you guys see that coming? Yes, today's episode is all about the vision boards and why they are important and why we need them. I'm going to go read from the site now and then get back to you, you know, because... I ain't got I ain't got the the four one on vision board anyway. A lot of people uh, this this site will be linked in the description of the YouTube video as well. So you should really go follow me on Instagram so you can easily segue over to the YouTube video. I'm just saying. Anyway, a lot of people view vision boards in a negative light, thinking they are nothing more than a waste of time. But you know, visualizing your goals is not a ridiculous statement that came about because of the secret. As it turns out, the practice of visualizing is one of the most powerful tools you can master in this life. Creating a vision board helps to increase mental activity, opening pathways to help achieve the enjoyment and fulfillment you want in life. According to many studies, the act of visualizing what you want helps to improve motivation, concentration, coordination. A vision board helps you establish a sacred space, a sacred space that helps you expand on your focus. Creating the board invites more information as opposed to the lofty goals that you toss around loosely, you know. So, what is a vision board? Uh, it may be the most important thing you hang on the wall. All, ki- all kidding. <laughs> all kidding aside, they say. A vision board is literally a board on which you place images or saving or sayings that represent what you want to achieve. Be By assembling a collection of images, mottos, and affirmations, you create a tool that helps improve concentration. When you regularly see what you want, to either be or achieve, there's a higher chance that you'll achieve or you'll arrive at your desired destination. Exercise your imagination and create a vision of how you want your life to go. My vision board is a note is a is a is a Samsung notes on the front of my on my phone. Uh, like it's just one swipe to the right from the home page and I just and I look at it every day. Uh, well not every day every week at least I look at it like once a week I don't know some weeks I'll get more than others but like it's the first thing I see on my phone it's sometimes it can be the first thing I see on my phone depending on how I fall asleep but you know it's interesting uh <laughs> vision boards can be designed you know you can make them fancy and beautiful and I'm just like you know what bullet points this 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 that's what we're working towards but that just says you there's many ways to design your vision board and how you want to design your vision board is completely up to you I'm just saying Vision boards can be colorful, they can be beautiful. But uh, why do you use, why do vision boards work? Uh, <clears throat> as you previously mentioned, the, I'm really going to cite by the way. Uh, the, a board, a vision board helps to bring your goals into fruition by creating a sacred space that allows you to actually see what you want in life. You bring it to life. The idea that seeing the things you want uh, all the time helps you find pathways to achieve those things. It, it is loosely based on the law of attraction. Visualizing your goals helps you to unlock your own power, regardless of what you believe. It has been proven to work. 
the best way to put visualization into practice is through the vision board. Visualization, you know, um, those things. Um, yeah. You know, um, I, I, uh, I started vision boards back in 2020. Now, I always had my vision board in my head. I never write it out because it's like, it's in my head. I know what I want. It's in my head. Writing it out, writing it out did something, you know, there's some, there's just some joy, you know, there's some joy and then there's some, there's just something about crossing off things from your, from crossing things off your vision board that, um, brings great joy. I'm just going to drink some water. Um, Water is water, guys. Water is life. Water is important. So yeah, I started writing down my vision board in 2020. But well, I've, I've had a vision for my life um, for a very good time. I have visions for the age of 20, 25, 30, and 35. Those are the vi- those are the main visions I currently have in life. I'm turning 20 this year, but we'll get into that later. <laughs> but yeah, I started writing it down, and visualization actually does work, guys. Visualization is actually quite powerful. When you visualize something, uh, you have, it makes it tangible. It makes it something that you can work well because sometimes the thoughts in our heads aren't th- aren't as tangible as we would like. And because they aren't as tangible as we would like, we think it's far off or can't be achieved, you know? For example, in my vision board that I, that I had in my head, in my vision board that I had in my head, you know, in first form, or oh, this would be seventh grade, uh, in first form, I wanted to be the head boy of my school, right? And, you know, <laughs> I never wrote it down. Uh, and then I wrote it down. And I was like, okay, now how do I get this ticked off? Because I don't like failing. I hate failing. I, no, I, I, I don't have a fear. I don't fear failure. I just hate it. You know, I believe failure is necessary. I believe failure is good for you. I know, I know. Failure teaches lessons, but I don't like it. I don't like to fail. I like to win. So whenever I write down something that I want, I make sure I work very hard to achieve it because I don't like to lose. I don't like failing, even though I know it's a part of life. I really don't like it. Notice how much time I said it. I really hate failure. It's not It's not my thing. It's, it just makes me feel like it just makes me feel bad, you know. But failure is good, guys. Failure is good for you. It builds character. But yeah, not for me. <laughs> so I work very hard to get it. And when I crossed off my vision board, I was like, yeah, did it. That was it. Vision board achieved. But it was because I had the visualization that made it really work for me. Now, the benefits of a vision board, they help you to stay motivated. So, you know, sometimes in life, um, you can end up thinking that you're not doing enough. You know, you can be sitting there like, I'm not doing enough. I could get more done. But then when you have a vision board, you, you can you can tick off things. And say, oh look, I made progress here. I made progress there. Actually, I I tell people this often. You see, I have my vision board, right? My vision board has goals on it. That's all it has on it, goals. And then I have a next list aside from the vision board that just has objectives. You know, now objectives and goals are two different things to me. Objectives are a means to get the goal that you want. And the goal is as a result of completing objectives. That's how I view things, right? And now, what what happened is that for me. For me, for me specifically, if I have a goal that says to drink 10 bottles of water a day, I'm going to have a list, a next objective list. And the objective list is going to say 7 a.m. water, 8 a.m. water, 10 a.m. water, and, you know, 11 a.m. water. And then it's just going to have times where I'm supposed to eat water, drink water for the day, right? 
if I have if I have a goal you know, to get a six pack by February 14, you know, so I can post thirst chats on Instagram, right? And I did I really say damn. Okay, but if I have that goal, right, I'm gonna be like, okay, you're gonna do uh, sit-ups, chin-ups, uh, push-ups, uh, sit-ups, mostly sit-ups, because, you know, abs, ab workout, whatever. Ab workouts, you know, I just have a list of objectives that says do these things every day. But that's the, but the vision board is where all the goals go, you know. And the goals are big things, and the objectives are small things that I have on the next list entirely. So, but when I cross off something off the vision board, means that I've done a lot to get this thing off the vision board which makes me motivated to keep going and keep working and to try harder you know so when you don't have a physical reminder of what you want in life I'm reading from the site now and the site said when you don't have a physical reminder of what you want in life it's easy to slip into a state of complacency you know into a, a, a your your aspirations and your aspirations to achieve you know your aspirations to your aspirations to achieve what you want may dwindle but having a vision board is a constant reminder of the things you want in life looking at the board helps you to stay motivated reminding you of your goals whenever well, whether whether you whether you want to learn a new language or finish at writing a book by the way i finished my book the other day snaps in the comments i finished my book yesterday actually uh, I, I put in extra work this week to finish it yesterday yeah and now i'm watching george engineer and jimmy is annoying me as usual um you want to learn a new language of the finished writing you know but, but, but put the board to help you achieve it the boards inspire creativity achieving your goals can make you dig down deep to figure out all possible avenues that lead you, that led you to where you want that can lead you to where you want to go when you have constant reminder of, of your goals on a vision board you become more more creative according to the scientific according to scientific research visualizing allows you to see things from a better vantage point it removes the blinders and helps you become more creative with uh, problem solving harness that creativity you know vision boards make you very creative because it's not just about the generic thing you know the not not generic i make things on generic you know vision boards aren't about saying brush your teeth every day that's like something you should just do it's not about uh it's not something like oh yes uh clean the bathroom this month well you're supposed to clean the bathroom you know but Vision boards are about things that you want, but you don't think you can get. You know, you can create it. You need to be creative, you know, creative about it. Anyway, they help to see where you are at. You know, the great thing about a vision board, as I've mentioned before, is that they never stay the same. It's ever changing. It helps you cross off goals, my favorite thing to do, or establish new ones. When you achieve something, cross it off. Or take it off and replace it with, with the next thing you desire. The idea is that there is a constant stream of motivation and change. The process is much easier than writing down goals on a notepad that you'll most likely lose. Damn, that's aggressive. They inspire clarity. Oftentimes, people don't have a huge dream or burning desire to level up in life. That's perfectly fine, but it's possible that you feel uh, this way because you don't want what you want, what you don't know what you want yet. 
Uh, if there if there's something that you find mandatory, ma- moderately interesting, put it on the vision board. Experts say that seeing something can help you clarify what you want in life. As you see the board each day, it may inspire you to add more things and contribute to your goal. One day, you might find that your passion is pottery. And one day, you might find that your passion is poetry, and then you run with it for like the next five years, you know, you just run it, run it, it. They make you determined. Vision boards make you determined. When you have a vision board, the purpose is to see your goals every day, you know. Purpose is not just to see that as, a, as, as you regularly visualize your goals, you'll develop more determination to achieve what you want. Several studies found that people who see themselves as successful are less likely to give up on themselves. It is possible to experience experience failure, but uh, you know that comes with everything else in life. The vision board keeps you accountable and increase your determination. It sees the positivity. Which helps you help uh, helps you put your visions into action. But yeah, vision boards important. Well, I, I, my lips are my my, my throat is dry again. Yeah. Ah, water. Water is important, guys. Water is life. We love water. Yeah. Ah, yes, 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 vision boards. Yeah, so we've gone through what our vision boards have gone through. All that loveliness, all that jazz. How much time would it have? We had 27 minutes. Yeah. Hey, this is I get for putting a script. I'm actually moving at pace. That's pro- that's manageable. Anyway, for 2022, oh, let's, get, let's get back. Let's get, let's get to the portrait part of this episode. Yeah? <laughs> for 2022, I made an extravagant vision board and I am happy to report that it has cleared windfall before the end of 525,600 minutes. Clap self. I don't have a, I, I, I really don't have the energy and the time to, to input the clapping, the clapping animation. So I'm just gonna clap myself. Yeah. Clapping self for achieving all I wanted to achieve in 2022. Even some of the optional things. I have an optional section on my vision board, which is just things I think are completely outlandish and cannot happen. Yeah, I gotta read something. I gotta read something like that. Uh, yeah, yeah. For example, like you know, um, optional things that I know cannot, uh, that I know are unlikely. Like they're extremely unlikely. That's where the, the extremely unlikely things go in the optional section. For 2023, the optional section says meet Zendaya. Cause you all know, actually it says Zendaya anything. Cause honestly. You know, you all know. I love Zendaya. She's awesome. She's she's Zendaya. Okay. So and it is Zendaya likes likes li- li- likes a poem. Amen. If Zendaya if Zendaya if Zendaya even mentions a poem of mine or a book of mine, Amen. If I accidentally if I accidentally sorry about that, if I accidentally run into Zendaya, you know, ah, joy. Optional because you know why it's optional because it's not gonna happen. It's, it's very hard. It's you know, unlikely. If I put, I, I, remember, I don't like when my vision board isn't complete because it's a sign of failure, and I hate failure. So it's on the optional section because I, very unlikely. You know, uh, next optional thing, uh, you know, go viral. You know, get my books and poems to go viral. Um, I don't think this is. The, I, I, I would love it to be the year, but like you know, 
I don't think it's a year for the viral poem. Uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe it is a year. Um, but maybe I need to get some faith. Uh, that I have 12 dates by the year end. You know, like, I want to go on a date each month. Like, I want to go on a date in January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I want to go on a date each month. But the thing is, I don't have the, I don't have the, fa- I, I, the fat, you know, you know that meme. I don't have the facility, so that, yeah, I don't. It's not that I, <laughs> um, yeah, single Pringle, January. I don't got the January is almost done, anyways. Like, <laughs> when you guys get this episode, it's gonna be January, January 18. Like, that's when you guys gonna get this episode, and it's now January 6. And I don't think that I will be, you know, getting getting that far in life you know <laughs> anyway but it's there optional might happen who knows exercise more um i don't have anything against exercise it's just that i have other things i love to do more so it's there anyway, next optional is fall in love uh, i'm a hopeless romantic act, but like i don't this is not the year this is not the year for this falling in love thing. It's not, it's not the time. It's really not the time. And then we have journal every day. <laughs> now, journal every day is going well so far. It's been six days. And I've journaled every five of those six days. I haven't journaled it today. Probably journaled it today. Although I don't know really what to talk about to myself every day. Because I write so much. Maybe I'll just import a poem. And then, and then the last thing in the optional section is start book. 7b which would be the ninth book and i um i mean i could start it um i finished book 7a yes so i could start book 7b but i i, I don't know. i want to see how book 7a performs on wattpad first but yeah um optional things outlandish things never gonna happen or they won't happen now They're, they'll happen in the overbar you know in the future future far far future but uh, when I sat down to make my vision board for 2020, you know, like the real visions, like the things that I can knock off, the things that I can achieve, because I like to, uh, because you know, winning, winning is all is re- winning is really my, my my purview over the entire for most things. I wrote on all the normal goals, you know, like the usual: get A's in all my courses, increase Instagram followers, and get more people to read the books and poems that I publish. Well, those are usual goals and you know the goals that i have been writing every year long long before i even started writing vision boards back in 2020 and after writing out the usual suspects i asked myself what do i want you know like that's really the big thing about vision boards that not many people mention you're supposed to ask yourself what you want i'm getting real close and personal i'm very close to the mic now I don't, I don't know how this is going for earphone users, but this sounds awesome to me. I love the sound of my voice, you know. So, um, guys, 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 this is the big thing. A vision board is about what you want, you know. So, what do I want? That's what, like, and, and that, what's, the, what's the big thing I want and what that I can get done this year? Because not, it's not just about what I want, you know. Remember, guys, I don't like losing. I don't like failing. I really don't like it. I know it's, I know it's a part of life, but we don't like it. So... Anything you write on the vision board must can be done in the 525,600 minutes. And, you know, and everything came to mind. Everything that came to my mind was too big for the 525,600 minutes. And that says a lot. Because the 2022 vision board, I intentionally threw, threw aside my hatred of failure. And I went big. And I went for things that I didn't think would be possible. 
you know, and they were, and I got everything done, so maybe I should stop caring about whether or not things will get ticked off and just write them down anyway, but anyway, or, you know, was either too big or simple stuff like exercising more and being more social, make more friends, those things are good, yes, but they, but I'm a dreamer, you know. I believe in chasing after the impossible and making it seem impossible. You know, because I was your boy. Only had the impossible. I never thought I could pull off half the things I wrote on it. But I managed to do it. And it left me wondering what else is there. No, that's what happens when you overcome your fear of failure. And when you actually get done the things you thought you couldn't get done, you end up wondering what else is there to be done. Now, I don't know, I don't know what the term is. Uh, I don't know what the term is, but I tend to suffer from a lack of fulfillment. I'm almost never satisfied, actually. And I really think I have enough. You know, I, I, you know that Sharpay, the when Sharpay and Evan, Evan sings that song in a high school musical, well, I want it all. Yeah, I, 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 they sang it for me. They, they wrote it for me. I want it all, you know, the fame, the fortune, the, no, really, I don't really want the fame and fortune, I don't really want the fame, I'll, I'll take the fortune now, but now the fame, <laughs> I want it all, you know, you know, I want it all, I want it, I want it, I want it, the fame, the fortune, the, I want the world, the best in the world, the best in the world, the group, anyway, which high school musical do you guys love the most, one, two, or three, my favorite is the one, my favorite's one. I love three next. And two, I really don't like the plot of High School Musical 2, but that's that that's that's a complicated thing. I love the mu- High School Musical 2 has an exceptional soundtrack. But the plot is so annoying. I mean, oh gosh, anyway. I'm almost never satisfied. Back to that. I want it all. It has caused me to jump from goal to goal. This 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 particular feeling has caused me to jump from goal to goal without ever looking back. Traveling. Treating what would be considered a big win yesterday as nothing but a small detail today, as an inconsequential parable off the, to the morrow and a small dot in the grand scheme of all tomorrow. As I ended 2022 for the first time since 2015 or 2016, I didn't feel this way again. I, I, I actually felt full, fulfilled. I was satisfied, and when I turned and asked myself, what do I want, I said nothing. <laughs> and that's just madness. Surely I must want something. I kept digging and searching, and again my mind came up blank. Well, I, I, you know, I don't want nothing. Remember, remember the issue, the issue, the issue is that I want something that is achievable in 525, 600 minutes. I want something achievable in 12 months. You know, but I couldn't think of anything that I wanted that I could achieve in 12 months. You know, because I thought of things. I thought of many things. You know, like, oh, I want a, I want a PhD. I want, a, I want a master's degree. I want, a, I want, I want to, I want to build this. I want to build that. I want to expand here. I want to do a movie starring Zendaya. As my main character for one of my books that are adapted into a movie, I want to fall in love. But like, when I look at myself, you can't do any of that in 12 months, bro. What are you thinking here? You need to think of something that you can do in 12 months. And, and, and that's just, you know, 
madness. So I went to Tyreek, of course. And by the way, congratulations on 1,000 subscribers, bro. Uh, link in the description below for the most epic art ever, 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 ever. I told you guys I go off script a lot, but. <laughs> So about how and I, I told Eric how annoyed I was that I couldn't figure out what I wanted to put on my vision board. You know, I didn't I didn't know like the grand vision of the year 2020 2023. Like the one thing that after I crossed it out, that would have been 2023. That would have been it. That would have been like yes, I am I, I made it. And Tyreek told me that I am suffering from overachieving, and uh, um, I laughed at his suggestion at first. Um, I really did laugh at his suggestion because like how can one suffer from overachieving that doesn't make any sense and but then then in the solitude of night while rushing rushing my thoughts to sleep i realized that he had a point knowingly or unknowingly i had spent the last five years of my life building towards a vision of myself at 20. i was so fixated on this vision i got most of it done by 18 and i only have one thing left to do with just seven months to go not once did I uh, stop to rest, not once did I stop to reflect, I kept on moving towards this future vision of myself. And now that I have become the future vision I wanted to be, there is nothing more to do, well, to want, that I, that I can do today or tomorrow, you know. Everything that is left to be done is in the overmorrow. For the year 2023, I find myself in... So when I asked myself what I wanted for the vision of 2023, there were all visions of overmorrow, visions of the far, far future, vision of the, the year after year, not, not the following year, not this year, you know, ideas, uh, ideas for, ideas of tomorrow, ideas, ideas that weren't of tomorrow, but of the, the, the you know, you know the words, yeah, yeah. the future. It wasn't visions for the future that was within my grasp. It was visions for the future that was a bit too far at the moment. Like it's gonna be there. Like I know it's, I know I'm gonna reach those visions in a moment. It's like ah, oh, I need to. That's a bit. Of, that's a big jump. You know, I don't want to take a big jump and fail and then feel like I feel like feel like that was a waste of time. You know, because that, that, that's just not that's just not it. That's just not that's just not cool, right? So you know, it's best to go small steps. And I was like, what is the small step in between this? what I have now and what I want later you know the question uh, the interesting problem this is an interesting problem I've had to face what does one do when they are satisfied with the now what do you do when your goals aren't 24 hours away what do you do when your dream is 48 hours away instead what do you do with all this time this lots of time I asked myself again, what do I want for 2023? And I finally said that I want to enjoy the now. This shot me as well. <laughs> but okay. That's the dream for the year, of the year. That's the grand vision. Enjoying today so that when tomorrow comes, I am rested and prepared to work for the, for, for the vision of tomorrow. I do not do this often. So for these 525,600 minutes, or as my metaphor con condenses them to be uh, 48 hours instead of having wins to check off you know like I usually have like big win this big win there yes yes I'm doing it yes 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 you know check off aside from the main things I mentioned already I'll be writing down the small wins and the big wins everything that 
brought me joy and hopefully by the end of the year reading the te- reading the list takes a lot of time reading the list takes a lot of time in short 2023 is my filler chapter where the main character goes off on random adventures and side quests but every good story has filler and every good game has side quests you gain depth experience and wisdom and memories when you stop rushing to the end and enjoy the now yeah that's all i want to talk about anyway move on to the uh, moving on to the end section uh, i guess <laughs> Thank you again for spending time with us today. And do we do hope you enjoyed today's episode about vision boards and the future and you learn something about tomorrow and tomorrow and today and tomorrow and whatever the word is. Of course, this is the end of another episode and I will see you again in 2 weeks time on February 1st, the month of love. <laughs> Remember to follow us in the links below. For more, you know, just for more, check out our books posted on Wattpad and Ink It every Friday. And make sure that in making your vision boards for 2023, you ask yourself, what is it that you truly want? If you're if you're like me and you feel like having a filler year, you know, like uh, you just know you got 525,000, 25,000, 600 minutes, 525, 600 minutes. to or better yet two days to enjoy the now and i believe that you will enjoy the now so have a wonderful day and uh, do stay frosty my people and remember you are perfectly lovely amazingly talented and tough <laughs> oh no i don't really want to end today's episode yeah, man what, what are we going to do oh, oh. oh i still have some water left in this let me just finish the water the water done you know you should recycle water bottles guys uh, global warming save the world recycling is important oh. water bottles you know i don't know if they're selling the water or the bottle itself you wonder if they're selling you the water bottle or the water in the bottle or the bottle the bottle or the water inside the bottle because if they're selling the plastic then i mean that makes sense to me because it's like the plastic that needs to be manufactured on there right? but if they're selling the water inside the plastic i'm like <laughs> bro water falls from the sky um, yeah capitalism anyways um but anyway so yeah the episode should have done me no i missed that chat uh, so um yeah do have a wonderful day do have a wonderful week do have a wonderful month i hope the rest of january too well i hope your vision boards are tip top shape and like bye i uh, love you yeah i already said the slogan i don't know what to do. why am i still here oh well Keys, keys, yeah, keys, I don't know, bye guys.